Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hey there, friend, and welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is Jamie C. I'm your host for today, and I am the CEO and founder of Salt Society and Salt Hair. And it is uh, it is Monday. We are in the second week of February. How are you guys doing? How are you doing in 2021? We are in the second month. We're surviving. We're surviving, which is great. Uh, and today, what I really want to discuss with you, especially if you are a colorist, uh, is some language that might be actually holding you back from client trust and really all about balayage and traditional highlights. So this is like a three, we're, we're talking about three topics today. So if you're a colorist and you want to grow your business, then you definitely want to stay for this one. So when it comes to the hair industry, there are a lot of terms that have really similar meaning, right? So like highlighting, balayage, because balayage is a form of highlighting, right? So this all comes uh, around full circle when we start discussing the language part of this all, because the truth of the matter is, is that when we are trained as professionals inside of the hair industry, what ends up happening is we go and we use that same like technique, like technique language or technical language with, um, with our potential clients and it confuses them and then they don't really know how they feel about it. So let's get down to a little bit more understanding between the difference of traditional highlights and balayage. You probably know them, but I think this is going to come full circle again once we kind of dive a little bit deeper and how this is going to help you as a colorist and with your clients. So sometimes the similarities between them are so strong that the words are actually used interchangeably. So other times there are important differences which need to be understood in order to prevent miscommunication. So the two examples that we're kind of discussing today are balayage and highlights. So while balayage has kind of grown exponentially in popularity in the recent years, um, I mean, it's been popular... um, I think for the probably the past eight years. However, um, it's really come full circle, and I keep saying that, but I guess I guess that's the theme of the day: full circle. <laughs> but there are still some clients and even some stylists who don't really know the difference between the two terms, and as a result, clients will sometimes come in asking for highlights when they really want a balayage or vice versa. And then guess what ends up happening from there is, you know, it's possible that the client's expectations won't be met, which can lead to hard feelings and disappointment and in turn them never coming back again. And that is not what we want to do, especially when we are really leveraging the marketing to get your ideal client in, right? So marketing gets the client in the door and it's our job to build that trust and to get them to come back. That's the most important thing. I think we're so focused on getting clients in the door, but we're really not um, really well-versed in really understanding the science of trust building and how to build the journey and get the clients excited to return to you because your retention rate is hella important. 
All right, so if you're unsure about the differences between highlights and balayage, I'm going to define both terms and some other tips that you can uh, use to better communicate with your clients. So first off, what are traditional highlights? So the term traditional highlights, it could be foiling, right? So that's kind of, or I guess cap highlighting if you wanted to. I don't know if a lot of people are really still doing cap highlighting. I've seen it coming back. Um, but in this, for the sake of that, we're just going to be talking about foiling. So traditional highlights involve applying the lightener product to the hair and then processing it in a foil, which typically results in more of a, a clean, bright, clear finish, a noticeable lift compared to other techniques. So traditionally, this type of highlight has resulted in fairly noticeable lines, unless you're using really, really micro sections or TZ lights. Um, so lines of demarcation are normally with traditional highlights. And as the highlights themselves are not usually well blended with the surrounding hair. So that is not always necessarily the case, especially with modern coloring. Um, so when I was in cosmetology school, Root melts were not a thing. Root smudging, definitely not a thing. It was traditional highlights right up to the root, you know, like back-to-back, chunky highlights, um, traditional weaved highlights. I mean, everyone was coming in every six weeks to retouch up their highlights. And a lot of them were actually, you know, super bummed out about having to come in that often. So I'm really, really excited that this kind of lived-in um, opportunity uh, for clients exists because it means that we can allow for them to not feel like a slave to the salon, build our clientele and allow for our retention rate to be that much higher. Uh, so, uh, it's possible to achieve the lift associated with foil highlights and well-blended looks associated with balayage by using the technique foliage, right? So we were saying with TZ lights. So <clears throat> which, um, of the best of the both, you know, honestly, if you think about it, both of them are really important to understand and they're not always necessarily going to be perfect for every single person. And I think that's one of the most important things to understand is like, when would you use foliage? When would you use traditional highlights? When would you use balayage? And how to communicate that? That's the most important thing because when you kick ass with your technique, that is like got one of the checks boxes checked, we're good to go. But it's now like almost selling that and communicating that to your client so then they understand it, right? So what we're going to talk about next is balayage. So balayage is obviously another hair lightening technique or a highlighting technique, which makes it similar to the regard of traditional highlights, because after all, both techniques result in lighter hair, <laughs> but there are some important differences in how obviously balayage is applied as well as what the final result will look like in comparison to traditional highlights. So traditional highlights are processed in foil for maximum lift and, you know, that bright, clear finish. Um, and balayage is typically processed with either like open air application or um, covered in like a, a balayage film. And the two are really, really different. Um, the reason for that is that balayage is typically, typically, bleh, Let's try that again. Typically, leverage when a client wants more of like that natural sun-kissed look in comparison to the more dramatic lift that would result from traditional foil-based highlights. So I think one of the biggest things that I hear from students is that they're really surprised that when they put balayage lightener, specifically balayage lightener, on top of hair, that it doesn't lighten as well. And so that's when it's really important to know the difference between your traditional lightening um, 
lightener and your balayage lightener. The two are totally different things. Um, one is for maximum lift and one is for uh, really gentle, the gentle approach to lightening. So it's important to know the difference between the two lighteners and can they be used for maximum lift? Like, can you use foiling lightener for a balayage? And the answer is yes, absolutely yes. But there are some kind of setbacks that you can experience, um, with using that type of lightener because the key factor inside of a balayage lightener is clay and clay allows for that to have a more glidable approach to application. It kind of encapsulates the hair. So there's not going to be as much bleeding or, um, splotchiness. And with foiling lightener, it really is expansive. It's meant to expand, um, to allow for maximum, uh, lightness. So you can use it. There's just, you have to approach it in a different way. Uh, not impossible though. (laughs) So when we think about balayage and communication with your clients, it's important to kind of, uh, understand that when you're talking to a potential balayage client, let them know that the color can actually give you three to six levels of lift, depending on the type of canvas products used in application. But it's more important to understand that it gives you more of a neutral to warm finish. So if that is not the desired goal, then you're definitely going to have to think about whether or not you're going to uh, utilize glossing in a specific kind of way. So neutralizing those pigments. And then also if you want to approach it with a foiling lightener and make it look like a balayage application, which is where foliage would come into play or TZ lights. Um, Personally, I love TZ lights. They're my freaking favorite. I use them all the time. Um, It gives me that really, really, really natural lived in look without having to use a a root melt or anything like that. And, And sometimes I will use a root melt and that's specifically because I want to add more of their natural root back in. I want to add a tonal effect to their root, not necessarily to blend lines. So let's back up to communication. So we went over the importance of like nailing it with your foliage, your balayage, your foiling application, and really understanding your technique and knowing when and why to use each one. And what's even more important is communicating that to somebody who doesn't understand the technical side, right? That's where we get... I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see stylists doing and it's not their fault. They don't know any better. It's because they basically are doing what they're trained to do, which is to educate their client on the technique. But sometimes what it does is it backfires because clients don't understand what a root melt is or what a root tap is or what glossing really does or the science behind it all or why you'd use foliage versus balayage and the difference between the lighteners like it's almost too much information for a client to know so here's what I want you to know I want you to approach this consultation with the results in mind that's all we need to focus on we need to understand that all this person cares about is not the technical part. They care about the health of their hair, the results, and that they trust you. Those are the three key factors that they really, really care about. Um, And there's some variables, uh, especially with clients who have trust issues, they've had really bad past hair experiences, and to really understand and empathize from a space of understanding when it comes to when you're communicating with clients and knowing their past, especially 
if this is a new client, um, really understanding their body language, the questions that you're asking them. It's so important to understand where they've been with their hair experiences because when they're trying to re- when you're trying to build trust with them, you may feel a lot of resistance. And that's okay because they just want to know that the results are going to happen, that they can trust you, and that their hair is going to remain healthy. Those are the three things that they really, truly care about. So when we're talking about the consultation and really building trust, here's a few things that I want you to keep in mind. So number one, know their hair history because it's not only going to make you aware of what has happened to them in the past, but it's going to give you a really clear understanding if they have um, some resistance around getting their hair done and how you can kind of deep, more deeply empathize and understand from a space of understanding. Now, you know, here's, here's the important thing to remember is that we're used to doing hair. We're in the salons all the time. We're doing hair. We're seeing clients all the time. This is normal for us. Now, if you, like right now, if you love your hair, right? You probably have some kind of attachment to your hair, I'm assuming, right? Whether you change it all the time, whether you're obsessed with your length, whether you're going short, whether you're going long, whatever the case is. I want you to imagine going to a hairstylist for the first time. You love your hair. You're like super excited about seeing somebody, but you're also a little bit, you know, nervous because this is the first time you really want it to come out great. And they fry your hair. I mean, fry. It's coming off in clumps. Uh, You end up having to cut it short and you're miserable with your hair, right? So, um, just imagine for a second how that feels. Just for a minute, just imagine it. It's probably, I mean, it may have even happened to you before, but take that feeling and now, now that you know the feeling, somebody comes in to see you for the first time and you know, like, you know that you kick ass in your technique, right? You're like, got it, good, I know exactly what to do. But this person has had this traumatic experience that has happened to them and we don't know that, but we were just like, oh, this person wants to be in control of everything and they want to do all these things. And it's like, take a step back, understand what they've experienced up until the point of meeting you. And is there a past experience that is affecting them right now where they are maybe resistant or they're having a really hard time or that's common. That's so common. And to just empathize and understand from a place of understanding. So you can even say to them, like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I can imagine how hard that must have been. And my job is to really ensure that you and I can work together to make sure that you love your hair. You know, your the integrity of your hair is my number one concern. I want you to feel beautiful. So let's work together to ensure that that happens. Now, you can imagine that that would probably resonate a little bit more deeply with someone who's had a past hair experience versus being like, all right, cool. That's what I'm going to go mix up. Bye. So just understand where your clients have been. Number two, understand the result that they really, really want, whether this is a photo, remember? So now the integrity of the hair is number one. Number two is the result in mind. So the result is, let's just say, um, uh, lighter around the face, a little bit more brighter on the ends, that type of thing. That's the goal in mind. So when you know the result that we want to achieve, then you can just really focus on just aiming towards simplified language. Simplified language is one of the biggest ways to help your clients understand that the result that they want is going to happen and or in the future is going to happen. So for example, 
being able to go in and say, okay, so we're going to do TZ lights here. We're going to do these things here. We're going to use foiling, foliage here. We're going to go and do a root tap here. I'm going to melt. I'm going to gloss. I'm going to do all these things. It's going to confuse the hell out of them. So it, it's, it's fine for you to understand, but for them, um, a, a way that you could approach that is, okay, so the main goal, right? Pull out the picture of the goal that we want to achieve is a little bit brighter around the face. So that's definitely something that we're going to work towards today. I know that we're going to be trying to go a little bit more beachy and blonde towards the bottom. That's absolutely something that we can achieve. Um, And then see, there's a little bit more depth up in the root area. That's going to really help keep the maintenance low. And that's something that we're going to start integrating today as well. So overall, what we can be looking at today is, um, and if this is a first time that you're working with a client, um, this is something that I always, always suggest that you say. Uh, Since this is the first time that I'm working on your hair, I know the goal in mind. I know the results that we're looking to achieve. However, working with your hair for the first time, your hair is going to tell me what I can and cannot do. It's really going to allow for me to understand your hair more deeply. So I'm going to do the best that I can to reach this goal today, but your hair is really the main driving force. So it'll let me know um, how far we can go. And I'll keep you updated the whole way through of what's happening, how it's going to look, and really the result that you can expect for today. But today is really just really getting to know your hair, really hoping to achieve what we want to do. How does that sound? So what you've experienced right now is kind of not trying to be the hero and saying, yes, we're absolutely going to achieve this with balayage, with highlights, with this, with this, with this, and all these technical terms. You're really taking a step back, really letting them know that their hair is really what is going to make or break this and that you're going to do your best to achieve the results, keeping the integrity in mind and also that you're going to communicate throughout the process what's going to be happening. So now some of the things that we talked about so far, we talked about the difference between highlights um, and traditional highlights and balayage and foliage, but more importantly, why that's just more important for you to know. Really, really important for you to know. The only time it's really important for a client to know is when they're like, I want balayage. And you know balayage is not going to be the result that they want. So that's when you can say, okay, so I'm going to show you a picture of balayage and I'm going to show you a picture of foliage. So you can show the difference between the lightness levels. Maybe one is a little bit softer and the other one is more of a balayage result, but is actually done in foils. And that's when it's important for you to share a little bit of science with them. So with balayage, we can expect to maybe get three to five levels of lift. So that's going to give us more of a subtle effect. However, what I can do is I can actually use this really awesome technique called foliage. And that will allow me to give you the balayage look that you really, really want, that result that you want, but much brighter, which is going to give us that really beautiful result that we've already wanted to achieve. So that's when it's the only really important time to be sharing the technical information that you know. Um, Not necessarily important for you to do that when, um, in in kind of any other case. Uh, So just know that the technique that you need to know, the technical side behind it, and then if the case arises where they're like super, super adamant about like wanting highlights, but you know balayage is most likely going to be 
the better route to go, that's when you're going to share a little bit of the science or the information behind the processes and which one is actually a better fit for them. So that's kind of what um, we I really, really wanted to share with you today is to really avoid the technical talk with your clients because this is really all about the result that they want, the integrity of the hair, and the trust building. Those are the three things that they really, really, really care about. Um, and some uh, situations, they may be very adamant about having low maintenance color or preserving the depth or having their grays uh, covered or preserving the length. It really depends on the result that your client wants. Um, and also just making sure that you're just completely focused on the three things that we talked about, which was results-based, trust-based, and integrity. Of the hair. So keep those things in mind when you're communicating with your clients and when you're wanting to level up in your technique, know what you can do is uh, completely your choice. And you can practice, you can work on friends, you can pull out a mannequin and really dive in deep to really feeling strong in your technical because that's going to make you feel even more confident in your communication. So the two really go hand in hand. All right, my friend, that was really fun to be able to go through those uh, topics with you. I hope that it was really helpful. And I hope that uh, what I shared with you today is going to help you in your consultations with your clients and allow for them to build trust and keep coming back to you. All right, cheers. I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.